Hi, this is Lucia with The Art of Love. I'm a dating and relationship expert specializing in helping you get your ex back. And welcome back, No Contact Army. I hope you've been a good little soldier. And if you too would like to enlist in the No Contact Army, all you have to do is hit the subscribe button. And if you would like to read the No Contact Army manual, go to nocontactsecrets.com where you can download two free chapters before purchasing the book. This week, I want to talk about the 20 signs that your ex is not over you. Now, there are hundreds of signs, but I thought I would just choose 20 for this video. And when you are in no contact and hoping to get your ex back, you will look for any little sign of hope that your ex is not over you and therefore may want to come back and start the relationship again. If you'll recall in my video, How to Easily Get Your Ex Back, I talked about a lag period after the breakup where they are not 100% certain that they do want to go through with the breakup, but they are at least 51% certain, otherwise they wouldn't have broken up with you. So during that lag period is the time when you are most likely to see these signs and obviously the more time goes by the less likely you are to see signs so I would say the first 60 days are crucial so let's get started some of these you may have heard before and I can promise you that some of these you have never heard before okay the first one is that they're hot and cold so this is when they'll contact you you may respond if you don't know what you're doing and then they'll pull away or they'll watch your stories or they'll stop watching your stories after they were watching them. Sometimes that means they saw something they didn't like and that means that they still have feelings for you because if they didn't care, if they were over you, then even if you posted something with another guy or another girl, they really wouldn't care. And so if you see that they're inconsistent with the story watching, but they're still watching, then they still have not gotten over you most likely. And if the behavior is hot and cold, they contact you, they stop no contact, or they stop contact and they contact you again, they stop contact. They're still confused, they're still not over you. The next one is they're angry with you. So any type of strong feelings, especially anger, is much better than indifference because if someone is totally done, they don't care, they're not gonna bother to show their anger. I mean, they may be angry, but they're not going to bother to show their anger because they don't really care about scaring you into behaving a certain way. That's often what happens when someone shows their anger. They want you to react and go, no, 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 no. So if they don't care about showing you that they're angry, then they're over you. However, if they do show anger, they are not over you. The next one would be going into a rebound relationship. So quickly starting to date someone else. The chances are low, very low, that if they immediately start dating someone else, that they are going to have a long-lasting relationship with the person because they haven't taken the time to get over you. And I think we've all been there where we've dated someone who's just gotten out of something and we think we can have a relationship with this person and then all of a sudden they pull away. They're like, no, no, I'm not over my ex. So even if they start dating someone, if they're not over you, 
they're not going to be able to move on with someone else. Even if that per person is wonderful or perfect for them, they can't see it because you're still stuck on the X, still stuck on you. <laughs> the next one is blocking and unfriending. This is an emotional response, especially with the blocking. I know a lot of people are gung-ho with the blocking, especially if they're younger. They think, well, I'm going to block them and then they're going to have an emotional reaction and then they're going to contact me. You know, if you haven't been contacting them, if you've been doing no contact and they want an ego boost or they're wondering why you haven't contacted them, so they'll block you. But what many people fail to, fail, fail to realize is that blocking only elicits an emotional reaction if the person is an anxious type person in their attachment style. If you block or unfriend someone who is an avoidant, all you succeed in doing is actually pushing them further away. Their attitude is, oh, is that how it is? All right, cool. And they just go on their way. So before you block or unfriend someone, you might want to consider their attachment style because it doesn't always work. And so if your ex blocked you or unfriended you, especially if they keep blocking and unblocking, blocking and unblocking, especially if you weren't contacting them, then there is a good chance that they are still emotional over you and therefore they are not over you. <laughs> Another one is if mutual friends or acquaintances or even their family is asking you questions about the relationship. They may be spying. And so you're going to act like you don't know that they're spying. You know, you're just having a regular conversation with them and they ask you about the relationship. You give nothing away. You give no information. You just say, well, you know, unfortunately it didn't work out and I wish them the best. <laughs> That's all you're going to say, no matter what, no matter how bad the breakup was, no matter what happened, you give nothing away. That's part of no contact. You say nothing. Zip your lips. Just say, well, I wish them the best. Unfortunately, it didn't work out. That's all you need to say. The next one is that they're trying to show you how great they're doing without you. And so it's suspicious if right after a breakup, all of a sudden they're just doing so wonderful. It's like, really? Don't tell me you're not hurting. <laughs> you know, so they're putting on this brave face, this happy face. And, um, you know, most of the time people are bluffing. People are bluffing. So don't believe everything you see and everything you hear. If right after a breakup they're posting on social media and they just look like they're so happy and they're going here and they're going there and they're traveling here and they're wherever, it doesn't mean they're not miserable inside. And it doesn't mean they were just happy. They just smiled for the camera when the camera was on for 15 seconds. But after that, they still went back to feeling bad. Anyone can be an actor for the camera. Well, almost anyone. <laughs> now, the next one is similar, but not the same. And that is they're trying to make you jealous. And so usually what they do is they post a picture with someone else, you know, someone of the opposite sex, or of course, the same sex, if it's a gay relationship. And you can usually tell if they really are into that person, if that person really is into them. If you just take a moment to look at the body language and the facial expressions and see, do these people look like they're in love? <laughs> do these people look like they're really happy? I mean, look, look at how close they're sitting to each other. Look if they're leaning into each other. Look if it's a real smile. 
if one of them is smiling big, the other one isn't. I mean, don't just freak out when you see a picture of your ex with someone else. Just look at the photo because it could be staged. <laughs> a lot of times it is staged and it might be just a friend and the friend might not, not even know what they're up to and your ex might be like, hey, let's take a selfie. And so the other person thinks it's just a friend photo, but they're trying to make it look like there's something more going on. So analyze the pictures to see if you really think that they're together or they are trying to get you to react. And usually if they post something within a month or two after the breakup, it's probably just to try to get your attention. The next one is drunk dialing, which I've mentioned before. If someone calls you when they're drunk, then they are not over you. Otherwise, why would they be dialing your number, right? If they didn't care, especially when they're drunk. So that's always a good sign. Although, do people really drunk dial these days anymore? I don't know. <laughs> the next one is talking behind your back to anyone and everyone who'll listen. Again, if they were over you, why would they be bothering to talk about you behind your back, especially if they're saying bad things about you. It's like they're not over the breakup. They're still angry. They're still hurt. They're still upset. They're not over it. The next one would be posting sad memes or sad songs on their Spotify playlist. So it looks more like a funeral playlist. So any type of sad posts, you know, are going to be directed towards you to show you what their feelings are and they may be hoping that you'll reach out. It's like, oh, he's so sad. She's sad. Let me reach out. But don't you dare. <laughs> don't you dare, you no-contact army soldier. <laughs> Stay right where you are. The next one is you bump, bump into them a lot. And not because you're trying to bump into them, but because they decide that they're going to, that they know where you are. Most of the, a lot of the time, they know your schedule. And so they're going to try to run into you. That means that they are not over you. And <laughs> my cat is here. Oh, no. Okay. The next one would be if they contact you to ask a question that they could easily find the answer to if they would just put in a bit of legwork, um, you know, on Google or whatever. Uh, I actually did this with an ex, but it was actually real because <laughs> I needed to ask him the name of a wine that we drank when we were together. And I actually really wanted to know the name of the wine. And so he told me and he's like, ooh, who are you going to be drinking it with? And then I realized, oh, my God, he thinks I'm trying to get him jealous by asking the name of the wine because, um, you know, I'm going to be drinking it with someone else. Meanwhile, I just wanted to buy it for myself. And so your ex might do that, you know, they may think, well, I'm going to ask about the wine and then they're going to think I'm buying it for someone else to, to drink with someone else. So, or just anything, you know, what was the name of that restaurant? Well, you know, you can kind of search it if you put some legwork in. The next one is physical changes. So that would be if they lose a lot of weight quickly, if they gain a lot of weight quickly, obviously they're upset and therefore they are not over you. The next one is that they look unhappy in their photos online, even if they're smiling. So their eyes are, no, their mouth is smiling, but the eyes are sad. Um, I remember when this guy had broken up with me and I had to go to uh, a wedding shortly after that. 
And every time I looked at the pictures taken at that um, wedding, I can tell, I can tell, I don't know if you can tell if I showed you a picture, my eyes, even though I was smiling, not a full smile, just a smile, but you can look, you know, in my eyes and I, I can still see the sadness in the eyes. So if they, even if they post pictures and they look unhappy, it could mean they're not over you. Another one is if you are somehow in contact with them, even though you know you're not supposed to be, <laughs> but if you are, if they're bringing up inside jokes and they're doing that in an attempt to reconnect with you and they're hoping that, you know, the rapport will start again and you'll start to feel attracted and um, maybe they have a chance to get back together. The other one sounds creepy <laughs> and that is they stare at you. <laughs> so again, if you are somewhere where you have to see your ex, you work with them, go to school with them, whatever, and you catch them staring at you, then they're probably not over you. But then also the opposite is true where they totally ref refuse to even look your way or acknowledge you. That's another sign too. So it's the extremes. Another one is gonna sound crazy, but it's they know the exact date that they broke up with you. Like most people don't know even like their anniversary date. So why would they know the exact date? So if you somehow find out that they know the exact dates, like, hey, yeah, yeah, so we broke up on, uh, you know, 13th of March, <laughs> then you know that they're not over you. Another one is stalking. Now I'm talking more about online stalking. So watching what you're doing online, maybe even commenting, etc. Not necessarily the physical stalking, although obviously that is part of it too. And I guess I'll take this opportunity <laughs> because I posted something this week where I asked, you know, how many exes have you made cry? And then I said, well, off the top of my head, I can think of three and I made another one climb a tree. And a few of my followers said, well, you got to tell this story in a video. We want to hear about how you got a guy to climb a tree. Well, I don't want to go into the long details of that story. I can certainly tell it another time if it's appropriate, but I can just tell you that um, we had uh, a disagreement and so I stopped speaking to him and of course he stopped speaking to me and then two weeks went by, the golden two weeks, and he couldn't stand it anymore. So there used to be a tree next to the balcony of the place I lived and he shows up in his house slippers. He didn't even bother to put shoes on climbs the tree and walks onto the balcony and that night my door just happened to be open he walks into my living room and that's how i got a guy to climb a tree because i wasn't talking to him so he didn't want a phone <laughs> so he figured he'd, he'd climb a tree but one day i'll have to tell the, the full story and by the way i broke up with him as he walked into my living room i go yeah it's over peace out all right just a few more the next one is that there is dissonance between how they talk to you and how they write to you or how they text you. And that's because when someone is texting or writing, they can take more time so they're able to be more measured, they can control their emotions or their reactions in written communication as opposed to while talking, you have to just come up with something to say on the spot. And it's really hard to hide your reactions and your emotions. So if you see that they're acting one way in person, but another way over text or email, that could mean that they're not over you. The next one I can bet you've never heard, <laughs> and that is that they are trying to manifest you. So they don't wanna reach out. 
They don't want to hurt their ego just in case you're going to reject them. And so they figure, I'm going to manifest them. I'm going to make them reach out to me. And luckily, I know what it feels like when someone is trying to manifest you so I can tell you what that is so you will be on the lookout. Because one time I figured out that someone was trying to manifest me to get me to reach out to them when I had stopped talking to them. And I remember distinctly because I had just written them off. I was like, all right, I'm done with this person. And I was walking along and then all of a sudden they popped into my mind. And this feeling of warmth and love towards them came with that thought and it was like, well, maybe he's not that bad. Well, maybe I should give him another chance. Well, he seems pretty cool. It's just this warm, fuzzy feeling that all of a sudden comes over you when this person pops into your head. It might be coming from you or it might be coming from them trying to manifest you. So keep that in mind. So now I know what it feels like when someone is trying to manifest me. And if I'm determined not to reach out, then I will not reach out. So if you're trying to manifest someone and the person might for some reason be on to you that you're trying to manifest them, maybe you've told them in the past or maybe you told them you're in, into the law of attraction, then unless you take action in the third dimension, like you actually do something like reach out, then it doesn't matter how many videos you watch, how many techniques you try, how many manifestation coaches you speak to, no matter what, if that person knows that you're probably trying to use the law of attraction on them and they are determined to never reach out to you, then it's not going to work. It's not going to work. I can tell you that right now. That would be the exception to the law of attraction. When the person knows, I mean, the only way that it would work is if they accidentally just happen to dial your number or, or send a, a few texts by mistake. That would be the only way. But if they know that you're trying to manifest them and they're determined to never reach out, then it's not going to work. So you're going to have to take action yourself. And so keep that in mind. If you get this warm, fuzzy feeling <laughs> coming over you where you're thinking, oh, I should reach out to my ex. It may be that they're trying to manifest you. So I have a bonus one. It's kind of obvious. And that is that they actually tell you that they're not over you. If only it was always that easy where people would just tell you. But that would be the bonus one. Okay, so now it's your turn. I want you to comment below and let me know what other ways you've seen or heard or know of that tell you that an ex is not over you. And in the meantime, if you would like my help getting your ex back, please email me at theartoflove.net. The direct link is below and we'll send you the rates for private coaching. If you're listening on YouTube, remember to like, subscribe, and share. If you're listening on iTunes, I would appreciate if you would rate and review the podcast. And finally, remember that love inspires, empowers, uplifts, and enlightens. <laughs>